6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Everything that's going on in the world as we learn how to deal with the overwhelming news cycle. Almost like a battle fatigue. Uh, It feels like you're exhausted. Oh gosh, I can't take much more of this. Even maybe you're not in the battle, but you're sitting back watching and hearing it. You're getting it from all sides. Dr. Gans Ferentz joining us this afternoon with another edition of How Does That Make You Feel? Hey, Dr. Gans. Hey, how are you doing, Jalen? Oh, I'm better now that I'm talking to you. You know that. (laughs) (laughs) Always good to chat with you. Are you a big concert goer, Gans? Not really, you know. I've been to a couple concerts in my life, but uh, but not a whole lot. My my kids, though, um, well, my my daughter more so than my son. But yeah, they've they've gone to a few concerts. Music so. music is a good way to chill out, maybe turn off, uh, you know, the noise of the day, and that's what we wanted to talk about today, Gans. And uh, we know certainly with a lot of folks uh, quite upset and worried. Uh, and rightfully so about what is going on in, in Ukraine. We know that there's images everywhere on, on social media. It can be a lot. Conversations, friends get together. The conversations maybe not be so fun as they used to be. So you have some tips on how to handle all of this because it's quite overwhelming at times. Oh, yeah, and it just it just pops up on you, especially from the social media part, right? Because you'll be just scrolling along and all of a sudden you see horrible images or, you know, you just get reminded of stuff all the time. And, you know, particularly here in Edmonton, we have a very large Ukrainian population as well, people with Ukrainian descent. So it's even more personal for, for those folks, right? Uh-huh. And uh-huh. so it, it can be ju- just generally stressful for, for all of us. I was, you know, one of the... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I was talking to someone the other day and they said... Jaylen, I didn't even realize that Daryl uh, uh, McIntyre was doing the morning show. I had had to, I had to turn things off for a little while because of all the bad news. And and people need to realize that I don't want you to turn off the radio ever, but it's okay to take a break from the news cycle. Absolutely. Yes, it's it's actually very smart to do that, right? You know, we really have to start paying attention to how we feel. And, and based on how we feel, we may want to limit things every now and then. And, you know, if you get your news, particularly from social media, social media is just always coming at you, right? So it's okay to take a break from that every now and then. You limit your consumption because that's really going to help to limit the, the pull, the, the drain on your emotional battery, so to speak. You know, um, we don't need to ha- be up to date on every single thing that's happening, especially with big things like, say, the war. Stuff's not going to change that much in a day or an hour or whatever it might be. Yeah, but we often find ourselves just uh, what I call it doom scrolling on Twitter or on Facebook or whatever it is, just trying to get the latest information. And it can just take over everything. It it sure can. I mean, I've been sucked into that myself. I'm just like sitting there, I look at something and then I look at something else. The next thing I know, 20 minutes ago, I was like, what have I done? Right. Um, and it's a common thing. So the other thing that you can do is you can sort of instead of doom scroll, like happy scroll. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to counterbalance the images and the information you're getting. And so maybe you look at puppy pictures or cat <laughs> videos or whatever it might be that makes you happy, because, you know, if you can't limit what's coming in, you can definitely try to counterbalance it with some good stuff to make sure you're not 
you know, too much uh, skewed too much in that direction because that's really going to change the your stress level, your happiness level, and how you feel, and also how you function with the people around you. Yeah, you know what? Put it down for a little while, turn it off for a little while, do the things that make you happy that are going to fill your bucket. I mean, I yeah. I, I think people forget, to, you know, and I'm I'm the worst at it uh, about those things that fill your bucket, and then you're, then you realize, oh my gosh, that felt really good. <laughs> I got to yeah. do it more. <laughs> Well, and I would say build it in, right? Uh-huh. It's, it's one thing to know what does what you, what does that for you, what fills your happy bank, so to speak. But you know, like um, you have to build it in because if you just sort of wait for you to feel like it, sometimes you do get into that doom spiral, or you forget, or you get busy, or whatever. And before you know it, you're kind of grumpy, and you're not sleeping well, and you're kind of you know not feeling great either. And then you realize, oh, yeah, I haven't journaled for a while. And uh-huh. I haven't gone to a concert for, you know, ages. And I haven't seen so-and-so. Huh. Yeah. Right. And so you, you really, we do need to build it into, uh, I guess, our own personal policy and procedure manual so that we know that on a regular basis, whether I remember it or not, it's just going to happen. So I'm going to always be feeding that part of myself on a consistent basis. Dr. Gans joining us this afternoon with How Does That Make You Feel? And... I think that um, there's some folks out there who um, maybe feel that they need to feel sad because of mm-hmm. what's going on in the world and, 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 and not, you know, and keeping themselves from being happy because they're worried about what maybe what people might think or maybe about how what family will think. And it's important, though, to be happy. It's important to put a smile on your face. You don't have to ignore it all, but you also don't have to pretend um, or you know, go along with the doom and gloom just because you feel you have to. Yeah, absolutely right. I mean, there. I mean, listen. Most of us are good people, right? And so mm-hmm. when we see other people suffering, we're going to feel sad about that. And and that this is a normal response. Um, and, and you know, understand that a victim. Sorry, a witness of trauma is also a victim of trauma, uh-huh. right? So when you when you're looking at all this stuff, you're also feeling it yourself. But there's there can be a sense of survivor's guilt that happens with us when we're watching this and then we go and have a burger or we go and watch TV or whatever it is, right? There's a sense of this is weird because people that look like me and feel like me and they're over there suffering and then I just go out with my friends, right? And so it can really be this disconnect. But it's important to realize that you can have compassion. You can still have your humanity and allow yourself to be happy. Your sadness, my sadness, does not help anybody across the world to feel better. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, and, and actually, it hampers me because if I'm sad, then I'm also going to be, you know, more negative to the people around me. I may not have the energy to actually do something about helping other people. Um, plus, I drain my own battery. Yeah. So it, giving yourself permission to be happy while you still have compassion. Uh, you can still do things to try to help other people. But generally, if you're spreading love wherever you are, you are helping somebody somewhere. Yeah. And that's just a very good thing for you. I mean, it's 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 hard to wrap your head around the fact that, you know, life does go on, right? Th- yeah. th- things are things are happening all around the world that are that are awful and they're having yeah. impact on so many. But at the end of the day, you have to keep living your life. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. Because, you know, if you do come across uh, an opportunity to do something to help, 
you kind of want to have fuel in the tank to be able to do it. You don't want to waste all the fuel just, be, you know, suffering unnecessarily so that when the time comes that you can't actually do anything, you, you've got nothing left. All right, Dr. Gans Ferentz joining me this afternoon. Uh, we will talk more about battling battle fatigue when you're not even in the battle. We've gone through a couple of those tips, and Dr. Gans just touched on the next one. When you talk about making sure that you have enough energy in the tank to help humanity get involved if that uh, if that blows up your skirt, if that's something that you want to do. Uh, we'll take a pause here, check chopper traffic, continue on with Dr. Gans Ferentz right after this. A registered psychologist, Dr. Gans Ferentz, joining us for our monthly session. Uh, Dr. Gans, also the former vice president of the Psychologist Association of Alberta. You can check out his website. Ton of great information there at askdrgans.com. We're talking about battling battle fatigue when you're not even in the battle. For instance, you know, how watching and... Um, reacting to the news coming out of the Ukraine war um, is impacting you and a lot of people are you know obviously very upset and it's it's consuming them but it just doesn't have to be with the Ukraine war um, it can be with all sorts of things that we're watching and hearing on the news these days or the things that are going on in your life so we gave you some tips so far about limiting your consumption counterbalancing your consumption yeah dial up those puppy and cat vi- videos and give your you give yourself permission to be happy it's okay to still be happy happy when when things are going on all around you you talked about helping humanity giving back dr gans that fills a lot of people's buckets it, it does well you know one of the things that happens when we watch news and watch suffering somewhere else is that we we feel uh, out of control we, we 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 don't have any power in the situation we feel helpless and this is a human need. We have we have a need to feel like we're in control of our lives. We can make an impact, that sort of thing. And you know, whether it's COVID, right, the uncertainty of COVID, or watching things like the war in the Ukraine, uh, you know, on on in the news or on social media, there is that feeling of oh man, this this is kind of hopeless, right? Mm-hmm. So what you do is when you can do something to give yourself back that sense of power, that sense of personal autonomy. It has a huge effect on how you feel, how you can manage your stress, how you relate to other people, and you're doing good in the world. So things like, you know, if you can do something, like, so let's say Ukraine right now. So if you collect money or uh, collect goods to, for, uh, for transport to, to donate or whatever it might be that's directly addressing that particular issue, that is awesome. But it doesn't even have to be that. It can be something like giving blood or picking up litter in your neighborhood or mm-hmm. smiling at a service person or, you know, anything that you do deliberately to add some positive energy into the world is really, really important. I had this, um, I was talking to this one person one time, and, and she was a designer. And she, you know, worked on people's apartments and stuff like that. And she said, you know, I, geez, I wish I could do more and do something more significant. But I asked her what she was working on. She just happened to be working on uh, a, um, an apartment for a, a pediatric oncologist. Uh-huh. And so I said, you know, when you create this beautiful space for this person to come home in and relax and be able to unwind, this, that doctor goes out and does wonderful things for so many different yeah. families. And it just illustrates that, that we, we really don't know anything. We really don't have an idea about how far the ripples that we do, mm-hmm. the little things we do, how far they can go to help other people. But we do know if we do them, 
there are positive ripples. If we don't, then there are no ripples to, to, to go forward. Yeah, without a doubt. And as always, if you need it, ask for support. Get support. There's lots of help out there. There is, right? You know, myself and my team are always happy to help, but it doesn't have to be one of us. It can be anybody in your area, like lots of professional uh, mental health professionals. Get help. You don't have to do it alone. The big thing you need to remember, too, is that you're in control. Shop around, ask questions, make sure there's a good fit for you so you know that the person you're working with is somebody you can feel comfortable with. And, you know, you're in control. You don't have to take the first person that shows up in your life. And that is an important reminder for a lot of things, <laughs> Dr. Gantz. Yes, it applies for a lot, of, a lot of other things too, yes. Yes, it does. Uh, and here we go, and you make me laugh at the very end of everything, as always, put a smile on my face, Dr. Gans. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. AskDrGans.com is is the website. Lots of great information. You can also check out, uh, if, you've, if you've missed this or you want to go back and listen to it again, you can check it out on uh, our webpage at 630Ched.com. Thanks for this, Dr. Gans. We'll talk to you next month. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Yeah, take it easy, Dr. Gans Ferrens. And how does that make you feel?